everybody, and welcome to Changemakers from Within, a podcast about the everyday heroes who are turning their for-profit businesses into socially responsible workplaces. I'm your host, Rachel Klausner, and I'm the founder and CEO of Millie, a social impact platform for companies of all sizes. For many of you listening, you've likely heard of Vimeo and know of it as one of the largest video creating and sharing platforms around. What you're about to learn in this episode is that its employees are also incredibly dedicated to social impact and work hard to make a difference on and off the screen. My guest today is Lena Daniels, a technical operations manager at Vimeo and Vimeo's for Good founder and co-chair. Lena was a huge part of bringing social impact to Vimeo and has worked almost exclusively at the company since she graduated from Ithaca College in 2017. So yeah, welcome Lena. Thank you, Rachel. I'm so excited we can finally have this conversation. Lena's work with Social Impact began well before she joined the corporate world. While I was at Ithaca, I started a group called Helping Hands, which was to help busy students find access to volunteer opportunities, whether it was with student organizations um, on campus or even volunteer opportunities in the local community. So that was a really fun experience to do that. And then one summer between college, I helped organize a fundraiser night at the restaurant I was working at where everyone donated their tips to a specific organization that they wanted to represent. And in high school, I was just kind of involved in everything. So I've kind of just always been a person who enjoys <laughs> taking the lead and kind of organizing projects and seeing how I can get more involved. So it's amazing and a clear connection. Like it's really incredible to see that what you did in college, even though obviously you weren't anticipating this necessarily going into your job as like a technical manager, but you had that itch still and you were like, we got to get some good happening. In September of 2017, Lena began working at a company called Livestream as a video support specialist. But just two weeks after starting, Vimeo acquired the company. I don't think I quite understood <laughs> at the time, like the magnitude of it. I remember one of my coworkers who had started like a week before me, he was a few years older than me, but he, I remember was like all nervous when that announcement was made. And I was like, yeah, like we're probably going to have to learn so much more now and like meet all of these new people. And he was, no, like you're the last one in, you're the first one out. So I was like, oh my goodness. But luckily they made it really clear from the start that they acquired Livestream because they wanted our knowledge and our skill set. And there's still like a large live stream community within Vimeo. And my coworker who said that and was nervous, he, he still works at Vimeo. So shout out to Marty, a good friend of mine. But yeah, that was a really exciting kind of first couple of weeks. Wow. I can't even imagine. Like I've been through an acquisition, but it was like not my first week on the job. So I had some time to adjust and like get to know what startup life is like before it gets really crazy. But you just, you just don't write in like straight into acquisition. <laughs> Totally. And I remember too, I was I was so nervous when I was interviewing because again, it was like in that purgatory period after you graduate from college and you're looking for a job. And like I was applying for literally anything that like was somewhat related to what I had studied, but I really felt strongly about this role at Livestream and I was genuinely really excited to have the opportunity. And I remember the third round of interviews I did was with Mark Kornfeld, who at the time was the CEO of Live stream. Now he's the CPO and president of Vimeo, but actually he's also the executive sponsor of Vimeo's for Good. So it was kind of this full circle <laughs> moment, but I remember being so nervous and he was just so nice and <laughs> comforting. And yeah, I remember talking about like 
video and live streaming being so exciting because there was like this accessibility factor and like the power of video and being able to bring people together and kind of already thinking of things from the social impact lens. So I was thinking back to that moment earlier today. And I just think that, I don't know, that was a cool thing that happened. Lena put her vision for enhancing social impact at Vimeo into action almost immediately. It was during a town hall, and this was like one of the first town halls that we had like as part of Vimeo. And I believe it was someone on the marketing team, they were presenting about this initiative that they did called Videos for Good. And so that's definitely what planted the seed. This initiative was with other organizations and Vimeo creators and kind of just diving into how they were essentially using video for good. So there was like a couple of nonprofits featured and a couple other filmmakers that were just like telling these important stories from kind of all corners of the world. And so I thought it was really cool. I reached out to the person who had presented and she said, you know, this was kind of a one-off initiative, but that she would definitely keep me in the loop and was excited to like have someone from the live stream side of things interested in being more involved. And so then a few months went by and then nothing kind of came of it. And then I... I followed up a few months later and this woman suggested like, hey, why don't you actually connect with the head of DE&I? We have employee community groups. Maybe you should see if like that could be a group that gets started. And so that is what I did. Amazing. I love it. So, okay. So you were like, okay, let's start this as a community group. And then what happened? So when I had these meetings initially about Vinions for Good getting started, that was probably like July 2018. And so then in August, our first official event was a back to school supplies drive. And so we did that in the live stream office in Brooklyn, and then the Vimeo office that was in Chelsea. And so we then partnered with Coalition for the Homeless, we were able to bring the supplies to one of their drop off sites. And yeah, it was just a really fun, kind of low hanging fruit, easy event where people could get involved. And people were definitely excited about it. And I remember a few people being like, this is so great. I don't know why we haven't done anything like this sooner. But we're just really grateful and really receptive. And that definitely gave me a lot of encouragement because I already felt like the folks at Vimeo was just like this community of caring and just like fun people. Like I'm, I'm friends with so, <laughs> so many of my colleagues. And so it made it really easy that everyone was just excited to get involved. And that has certainly been true for my whole experience as an ECG lead. So, well, just a little context. So we refer to them as employee community groups, but other companies call them business resource groups or employee resource groups. So we say ECG for short for our employee community groups, but yeah, it's been really fun working with all of the leaders of those groups. But that was our first event. We also did a pumpkin painting event in the fall where we then donated the decorated pumpkins to a senior center and a women's shelter. And then we also did a holiday gift drive um, with Coalition for the Homeless that year as well. And we still do the holiday gift drive and back to school supplies drive. Amazing. I love it. Every time I talk to folks like yourself, which feels like every day, because social impact still feels like this totally new genre in companies that are, you know, sub 20,000 employees. And I really look at you guys as founders. I very much relate to it because you see this huge gap and you're like, I got to fill this. Like, we need to be doing this impact work. It's really important. You see the business case for it. You see the gap and there's no like path to building it. It's like, you just got to figure it out and like, whatever it takes, be creative, have it fit with the company's mission and culture. And I just, I love that. 
So let's circle back to how Lena got Vimeans for Good off the ground, officially starting it as an employee community group and what that process looked like. Yeah, so I went to our head of DEI at the time, and then she connected me with someone else at the company named Natalie, who had also expressed similar interest in something like Vimeans for Good. So I connected with Natalie. I showed her this deck that I had put together. And so she and I then spoke to the VP of people at the time. And so she was really supportive as well and basically gave the approval for us to become a formal employee community group. And then she also connected us back to Mark, who would kind of serve as an internal champion. And I think a few months prior in March, it was like March, spring 2018. That was when March for Our Lives was happening. And I remember Mark telling a story during one of the town halls that this young student called his cell phone. They must have like gone online, did some online sleuthing and found his literally his personal phone number. And they called him and they were like, hey, we're going to this March. We're orchestrating this event. We want to be able to stream it so that people at home can watch. Can you like we can't afford a live stream account. Can you give us access? And so Mark was like, I mean, yeah, you found my <laughs> you found my phone number. You're doing a good thing here. Like, of course. So yeah, so he told that story and I it just really resonated with me. And so when our VP of people said, Hey, you know, if you have an internal champion, it'll be super helpful. And I think she said Mark specifically, but I yeah, was super excited to to gain his support there. And still to this day, he's now our executive sponsor and has been really, really supportive and, and helpful along the way. Amazing. I feel like these executive sponsors are so crucial to the success of these programs because they are the ones that are getting you the seat at the table, raising their hands for you because you're not in the room at all times. Um, So we've just seen that so many folks on the podcast have brought up that their executive sponsor have really been the ones that have paved the way to making sure that they're there. So yeah, a few months ago, it was in May. And that was when COVID was really getting bad again, specifically in India. And we have a team in Bangalore. We have an office located there and a lot of team members who are based there. And so Mark came to me and he pinged me and he said like, hey, I need your help with something. I really want to do something in support of our team in India. Like, can you help come up with any ideas? And I said, absolutely. This was like a Thursday evening. So I was like, I'll have some ideas for you ready tomorrow. And so then he looped me in a Slack conversation between himself me and Anjali, our CEO. So I was like, oh my gosh, I've never slacked Anjali. Like, what is happening? <laughs> I was definitely being more careful of how I type my messages than probably more than ever. But yeah, I had kind of like a one pager of ideas ready for them the next day that they took a look at. And so the one thing that stood out that they wanted to move forward with was a giving campaign. And so IAC, our parent company at the time, offers a gift matching perk for employees who make donations. And so we kind of utilized that and they were able to give even more of a generous match. And so we launched that campaign. And between our employee contributions and the company match, we were able to raise just under $130,000. So that was, I remember just kind of like sitting with the weight of that and thinking about like, wow, that was probably the first time that I did something that really had like a global reach and then was impacting people directly, like in real time, in a real time of need. And it was just a really proud moment for me because I 
I don't know. It was like someone in the organization knew that they could tap me to help come up with an idea. And then from that, we were able to donate $130,000. That's bonkers. Like I just, it felt really significant and just really special. And I felt really proud that I could lead that at Vimeo. It's amazing. Wow. And that you did it so quickly, like the turnaround of it. It wasn't like a, you know, 10 month strategic plan to raising a hundred something thousand dollars. It was like, we got to do this. We got to do this now. For sure. And I mean, I think that's kind of how it goes when you look at social impact. Like you have to be like in tune with current events and what's happening. Obviously, it's sad to say, but tragedy can kind of strike at any moment. And while I think it's super important to have like a trajectory or a plan in place for, you know, what's your programming going to look like for the year? Like, what are the things you want to focus on? What ties back to our mission as a company? But at the same time, there's just like this very human element where, you know, when people need help, we're going to be able to step up and help them. And I think that was a really great demonstration of that. Lena works hard not only to help, but to always go above and beyond. Back in 2019, we did our holiday gift drive with Vimeans for Good. And that year we had three families that we were supporting that were experiencing homelessness. And we kind of amped it up where we were able to support more family members this time around. And so we were able to tap the production team. And so they were able to make a video for us. And it was just this really cool thing that I was then able to present at the end of our end of year town hall. So that was my first time presenting. It was in our Chelsea headquarters. So in front of a bunch of people, but then it's also streamed to our global offices. So that was definitely really exciting to have the opportunity to talk more about Vimeans for Good in that particular drive. And I just remember sharing with people like, you know, some of the family members within the drive that we were supporting, you know, I remember there was like young kid, there was like a little girl who was four. And one of the things on her wish list was just basic need items. Like I think she put toothpaste. I know some of the kids put things like food, just like basic need items. And I I just really wanted to emphasize to everybody that like being able to support these families is making a true difference. And it also felt really special that we were able to gift like not only those essential need items, but like some of them asked for bikes and we were able to get them bikes and of course helmets to go along with that and some fun things. And probably the most fun thing was one of the kids, his 12th birthday was between Christmas and New Year's. And so on his wish list, he asked for a birthday party and a birthday cake. And so I was working with their case manager to see where would it make sense to host the party? Like, how can we make this happen? And so it was decided that the party would be at Chuck E. Cheese and we would be able to gift them the party and the cake and, you know, the the whole nine yards. So I call the Chuck E. Cheese to set up the like reservation for this party. And unfortunately, they weren't able to book it and pay for it over the phone, like in advance. Like it was something within their system. The the POS system was limited where it had to be like in person swiping the car day of, which obviously wouldn't be possible. And so I got off the phone and I just remember thinking like, there's got to be, there's got to be another way. And so I did what any normal person would do in that situation. And I emailed the CEO of Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> so I pride myself in my online sleuthing capabilities. And I found... <laughs> <laughs> are we are we twins here? I feel like we must be siblings because everyone makes fun of me that I my day job might be Millie, but like, I really just like to online sleuth. Oh, for sure. For sure. It's definitely an important skill to have. But yeah, when you're starting something, you need to be able to do that. You got to find the email, you got to be able to hit send. It's just how it works. 
For sure. Yeah, that definitely helped a lot in my social impact research as well this past year. But so I emailed the CEO. I also emailed a few other people because I remember too, like I emailed some people like I, I don't know if it was like the communications team, but people who seemed like it made sense to contact them. And then I thought to myself, like, if I email the CEO, like, am I crazy? Am I going to get, you know, banned from <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese? But I was like, this is silly. I'm just going to go for it. So I sent the email probably at like 8 p.m., on a weekday night. And then the next day when I got into the office at like 9, 9.30, I already had a response from him. And he basically was like, hey, Lena, like, of course, we would love to support you in this. I've CC'd, you know, such and such person who was also somebody <laughs> that I had emailed, um, but that they would be able to help coordinate things with me. So yes, we were able to provide the birthday party and the birthday cake and everything. And it was just, um, yeah, I just remember telling that story. And yes, it's funny and silly and like all of that. But again, I think it just shows like anyone can make a difference. And it's important to remember that we all have skills or abilities or connections to like help others. And so maybe for me, that's online sleuthing and like knowing how to reach out to the right people and how to win them over. But yeah, I think it was just a cool opportunity to address the company and just say like, we have the ability to do something really special here, not only at Vimeo, but just like in our day to day lives. I absolutely love that you sent that email to the Chuck E. Cheese CEO. That is the best story I have heard in a long, long time. (laughs) It's my claim to fame. It's the best claim to fame. Like, I love that. That is unbelievable. Also, I always tell people when folks ask me like, oh, what's like your best tip for like starting a company? Like, what's that mantra? And I'm just like, my one mantra in life is just hit send. Don't second guess it. So many drafted emails never get sent. And so much would happen if you just press send. Don't worry about it. Don't stress it just send it and see what happens. So I love that you sleuthed and found his email address. (laughs) Made it happen. You know what? I think it just, it really shows the commitment that you had to not just like rallying people around it and like writing a check, so to speak, figuratively, because here we're talking about credit cards, but you really were like, we need to get this kid a birthday party. And like, whatever it took, you made it happen. (laughs) It's amazing. I love that story. That's unbelievable. of her impact work at Vimeo, Lena also became a part of Women for Good, a group for women in the social impact space to network and make change together. So I got connected with Zanoon, who started this group called Women for Good, which is this collective of women who work in the social impact space. And so kind of through my social impact research and reaching out to people just to kind of hear more about their experiences to kind of see, you know, what could this look like at Vimeo? Zanoon saw that I was in one of these social impact groups and she reached out to me. And so her current role is in DE&I or diversity, equity and inclusion at Google, but she previously worked in social impact there. And so she reached out to me and she was like, I'd love to chat with you more. And so our conversation was kind of first about her journey in social impact and because she started in sales at Google then went to social impact now is in DEI. So yeah, she had a lot of great advice there, but she also mentioned women for good and how they had this ambassador program that was kicking off and that they were taking applications. So I applied for the ambassadorship and found out I got it. 
along with two other young women. So starting in May, I was paired with a nonprofit called Centro Community Partners, and I worked with them from May until about August, but even still now, because I'm still connected with some of the entrepreneurs there, but I was able to help them hone in on their video skills and learn how they could use video for their internal communications, as well as their external communications and working with their team of entrepreneurs. Centro Community Partners helps provide resources to underserved small business entrepreneurs. What Centro does is they work with small business owners and entrepreneurs who are women, people of color, immigrants, and they help them kind of in their business journey, whether it's they're trying to get the business off the ground and get things started, or maybe they're a little bit further along in their business journey and they need help with access to loans or training in marketing or legal advice. All of that stuff, Centro is just like this amazing hub and resource for them. So I was able to work with the Centro team to give them a Vimeo account that they could work with. And then I also was able to work with a few of their entrepreneurs and give them access to Vimeo's tools so that they could use Vimeo to help leverage marketing and social media videos to you know, have a broader reach and hopefully get more customers. Amazing. I love it. I love that you're really leveraging the tool that you guys have in a lot of this work that you're doing outside in the community because video is so powerful. Let's walk back a little. You mentioned that you presented in front of the company after you guys supported these three families. What was that like? What was that video that you showed folks? Can you talk us through what that was? Yeah. So the video that we did, it was with our production team. They were super helpful. I reached out to them maybe like a month in advance. And I said like, hey, we're having this because not only do we have the gift drive, we also have like a gift wrapping event in the office and then go and deliver the gifts to, at the time it was for the Coalition for the Homeless was the organization we were working with. So we brought it to their headquarters with like all the giant bags of gifts labeled and then they would distribute them to the families. So the whole process of wrapping the gifts and like packaging them all up, our team was able to capture that. And then they rode in the cars with us as a team of volunteers from Vimeo brought them to the Coalition for the Homeless office. And so then at the end of the town hall, After every town hall that Vimeo does, we show a video at the end, whether it's one of our creators or a lot of the time it's a Vimeo employee. Because so many people who work at Vimeo, no matter like what team you're on, a lot of folks have either a background in video, like my degrees in television production. So, so many people either do it as a hobby or a side hustle. So it's really cool to see everyone's work. And so, yeah, we were able to screen that video that the production team had created. And it was just fun for everyone to see, (laughs) see themselves coming together. And they just did such a wonderful job. Lena, what's the biggest challenge you've faced or continue to face in your role? And kind of how did you overcome those? That's a great question. I would say one of the hardest parts is probably a lot of the time it feels um, (laughs) overwhelming. And I think just looking back at like the past two years, there's just been a lot of hurt and a lot of need in the world. And it can really feel like you're not doing enough or just you feel powerless in a way where you're just like, how can I help? There's just so much going on. It makes it really difficult to like focus on one thing. It just feels so monumental that like, how could you chip away at that? So I think it's really important to kind of what I was saying before, remember that not one person can fix everything. And it really shouldn't be the responsibility of one person exclusively to to fix the world's problems. But every action, no matter how small it is, 
it can really make a big difference. And of course, you know, a bunch of small contributions can equal or build up to one big one. But just yeah, even if it's just you on your own, like, I think it's so important to remember that we can all make an impact. And even if you do feel overwhelmed, and obviously, you can't fix everything, there are little things that you can do that genuinely do make a difference. And that's really what I love about this work is that I get to essentially mobilize others to do their part or to kind of focus on the causes that matter to them. But yeah, I think what's really special is that you can bring people together to either work on one project or focus on one cause, or maybe then they feel inspired and then they connect to the the causes that resonate with them or matter to them. And then they can, you know, feel inspired to get up and do something with that. Like it feels really special that it's not just one cause or one organization that I'm, you know, working with. It feels really special that it can be kind of this whole array of causes and organizations. And then people can kind of take it a step further and, you know, find what they're passionate about and see what they can make a difference in. Yeah, I think what you hit on with that initial challenge that you were talking about, where it just feels like the world is crumbling, and it's like, how do we tackle all of this? I think also, just hearing about your work and others like you in the social impact space, it's very lonely in that we're not usually talking about huge, you know, social impact or CSR teams of like 20, 30, 40 people. This isn't engineering as a department. This isn't marketing. This is usually one or two people, obviously with a whole bunch of people that are passionate about it, trying to help as well. But it's a lot of solo folks that are doing this work and moonlighting this work and doing it on the side with their other jobs and in a world where it feels like there's so much to tackle and try to make better and make change. That coupled with the fact that a lot of the folks doing this work are doing it on their own can be really daunting. Um, And I think that that challenge that you spoke to is like really real for a lot of the folks in our space. Um, And so I, I mean, I just like, commend you for looking at the silver lining of it all and really thinking about like, well, I am in a position to rally everyone, right? Like I might be that one or two people leading the the cause, but how cool that you have this power to catalyze thousands, right? I mean, that is so cool. So you hit on a great point. This is just a shout out to everyone in social impact that's listening. Like this last year and a half, you've been amazing. People have been rock stars. Like the programs you guys have run, remotely impacting so many different cause areas. I mean, the world is like actually literally on fire, but also like just feels like there's so much crumbling and we're trying to like just build it up and put pieces back together to like make our teams look at the positive, make our teams rally around causes that they want to fix. And um, so just just a shout out to everyone listening that is in the social impact space. Like you're doing amazing. <laughs> and just let us thank you for the work that you're doing. And just I think it's been a year. It's been a, a roller coaster. It really has. And I think the silver lining is like that humanity aspect, because in social impact work or environmental social governance, especially like when you're working directly within a business, you know, it's important to track your results and the metrics and like figure out what was your impact and track the data. But sometimes you just need to take a step back and feel proud of what you did and and understand that like what you're doing is making a difference. And if it's making a difference to at least one person, that's what really matters. That's what this work boils down to. And I think it's important that we all kind of stay in touch with our humanity. Yeah, I love that. I love that. 
Do you have any advice for listeners who are looking to start social impact programs at their companies? Yes, my advice would definitely be to talk to as many people as you can. Back to my online sleuthing, I definitely spent the greater part of this year emailing people I'd never met before or never spoken to before, messaging them on LinkedIn to say like, hey, I'm really interested in in social impact work. I would love to start doing this full time. Like, can you tell me more about what your role does? And like specifically talking to people in social impact in tech, because I think Vimeo is in such a great place right now to, you know, leverage our tools and use video for good. So yeah, just hearing from what other people are doing and then, you know, they can speak on behalf of their own experience and then people were also giving great advice in terms of like which communities and which groups to join. So like that's, you know, for example, how I heard about the Women for Good program. And this is actually how I found out about the UPenn program, which I ended up applying to. The University of Pennsylvania's executive program in social impact strategy is a highly competitive program that helps individuals from across industries gain the tools to better incorporate social impact into their work. So yeah, one of my connections who I spoke to, she was in the middle of doing UPenn's executive program in social impact strategy. And so I was able to apply for their cohort that starts in 2022. And I just found out a couple weeks ago that I got in. Yeah, (laughs) that is amazing. I've heard such wonderful things about that program. And the folks that have come out of that program have really gone on to do incredible things. So I'm just excited for you to have that experience. And they're lucky to have you. It's going to be great. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited. It's going to be a nine month program. And what's really special about it is you get to focus on like a specific project or initiative. And then along the way, you're able to kind of implement what you're learning in real time. So like for me at Vimeo, I'll be able to focus on a particular project and then literally bring it to to Vimeo step by step. So I'm super excited for that. And I think it's kind of the perfect next step for me. I feel like I've done a lot of research and learning and listening, you know, from others in this space. And now I'm like, I'm ready. I'm like, okay, now let's Let's actually do some stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Love that. Speaking of which, what is your vision for social impact at Vimeo? Like, what does it look like five or 10 years down the road? Yeah. So Vimeo's mission is video power for all. And I'm really excited to see what else we can be doing to really embody that mission. So for example, with my ambassadorship with Centro, it was a really, really cool opportunity to work directly with a nonprofit, hear what their needs are, hear how they have been using video in the past, or maybe they haven't. And then also being able to chat with them about, you know, have you thought about using video for your internal training? And so that if one of the, you know, entrepreneurs that you work with, if they can't attend this training session, or maybe they want to look back on um, what was said, like if you do a video recording, then it's accessible to everyone at all times. So just working through things like that, and even working with the entrepreneurs and these small business owners and like seeing how video can really open a lot of doors because, you know, a lot of small businesses don't have the time or resources necessarily to hire a full-fledged production or film a commercial and things like that. And so what's really special about Vimeo is that we create our tools with these small businesses in mind so that it's easy to use, whether you're a mom and pop shop or if you're, you know, a Fortune 500 company, there's something for everybody. And yeah, I'm just excited to see where where we can take that. That's awesome. I'm excited for you. I'm excited to follow along. It's going to 
be fun. Yes. So my advice would be to connect with other people in the social impact space and kind of learn from them. And so one of the other exciting things that we were able to do at Vimeo is that we were able to invest in two forestry projects, which will be offsetting our 2020 carbon emissions. And we also kicked off Vimeo's first ever carbon emissions report. And so that was done in part because I was speaking to one of the like heads of sustainability at another tech company. And they told us about this amazing organization that they work with to do a sustainability audit and help kind of inform you on your journey of carbon sequestration and offsetting your emissions and eventually working towards setting and meeting a goal to be carbon neutral. So that was really cool. Again, just one of those moments where, you know, I'm just one person at Vimeo, but because of this conversation I had with someone else and being able to connect with this other organization, now we are one step closer towards becoming carbon neutral, which is super exciting. And it feels really special to to play a part in that. I love that. I love that. It's amazing. And so funny because I remember when we were having conversations back and forth over the last bunch of months and talking about social impact and all that stuff. And I remember seeing a video. I don't know if you remember us chatting about this, but I was watching a video that Anjali kind of had some interview somewhere. I forgot exactly what the context was, but she was being interviewed about the future of Vimeo. And she like talked all about impact and people coming to her and raising their hands and just doing cool things within the company. And I was like, is she inviting you into her office right now, Lena? Like she is. She literally is. She's like telling you, I I see you and I'm pumped. No, it was so funny. I remember messaging you being like, did you see this invitation that she sent essentially through this video into your office? <laughs> Some of the lessons that I learned from my experience becoming a CEO is look where others aren't looking. Sometimes when you're in organizations, it feels like there aren't opportunities and you have to create your own opportunities. Uh, and sometimes the best way to do that is to find the places where people aren't focused. Don't stay in your lane. I think sometimes as an employee, you feel like the organization just wants you to do X, Y, and Z. But actually, I can tell you as a CEO, I want to grow the business and do what's great for the business. And if there are people around me who can bring ideas to help me grow the business, I want to hear them. Yes, I definitely <laughs> remember that. And I thought it was so funny. And I felt really grateful that you thought of me in that moment. But yeah, that was Anjali's video that she did with Forbes. And she kind of, this mantra of hers that stuck out to me is she was saying, I want to learn, I want to build, and I want to make an impact. She was saying like, you know, no matter what she's doing in her professional career, as long as she's doing those three things, she's fulfilling her mission. And I think that really resonated with me because I also <laughs> want to learn and build and, and make an impact. And social impact obviously ties directly back to all of those things. Yeah. And I just feel really special to be a part of an organization where like that is the motto and the way of thinking. And I really do feel like I have been able to, to make an impact at Vimeo and I hope I can continue to do so. It's awesome. I love it. Well, Lena, thank you so much for being a part of the, the podcast and sharing your story and Thank you for all the work that you do. It's truly incredible to watch it from the sidelines as I randomly slag you here and there. Um, no, but I'm just like in awe. you just taking initiative, seeing the gaps, like just being all about impact and doing the good work, just bringing Vimeo into the community. So I love it. Thanks so much, Rachel. Thank you for having me. This has been so much fun. Changemakers from Within is a production of Millie, the charitable giving platform that helps for-profit companies build cultures of giving. 
If you're looking to jumpstart social responsibility initiatives at your workplace and don't know where to start, check us out at milligiving.com. Thanks to Audionautics for some of the music.